It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous on that late night. I want to start by a, a story, uh, more actually a question that uh, a friend of mine, actually uh, the ex-girlfriend of a friend of mine, young people, he's 23 or 24 and she is 22. And uh, he broke up with her. She's heartbroken. She sent me a DM. She said, I have a question. I said, sure. She said, Simon, I want to understand why young boys do tell you they love you. And, and then you believe it. And then a year and a half later, they're out of love. And they tell you they want to explore. And what does that mean? So I said to her, you know, young boys think with hormones. And... You've got to take that in consideration if you're a young woman listening to me. Young boys think with the hormones, young women are way more mature. Just keep that in mind next time you date somebody. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lexi. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. What is going on tonight? How can I help you? Okay, so I recently reconnected with a friend over social media, pretty much like ringing in the new year together. We've been chatting every day, talking about doing stuff together, getting together, being together, and we've known each other for a while, had planned to get together, and then he called it off, and he said because of the pandemic, and I want to believe that, but part of me also wonders if it got too serious too soon because I told him how I felt about him, and he said that he feels the same, but that he's also scared of moving forward. Um, mm -hmm. I do have to say, too, that we live in two different states, but oh. for me, like, that's not an issue. Um, but I, I, And so now, since I've said that to him, he's been distant and not messaging as much and not calling as much, so I'm not really sure what to do. Yeah, um, there's only one thing to do is to disappear and see if he misses you. So distance, right? When that happens, it's not don't run after him, run away from him. And then let's see if he misses you as much as you miss him. 50-50, there's a chance he will not and there's a chance he will. If he will, you can reconsider and understand his fear with the pandemic and everything else and then you guys desire. But the test and the moment of truth is really now by you not texting, no DM, no nothing, and we'll see what happens. Okay, I'll do my best. Yes, oh listen, that's easy to do. Just don't crack under pressure, don't communicate until he does it first. Okay. All right, thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thanks, Simon, you too. So in what situation should you use this technique that I call distance, like distancing yourself from somebody? Let me, let me, let me explain that in more details coming up next. What does it mean exactly, distance yourself from somebody, like use distance? Uh, and in what situation should you use it? First of all, when I, when I said to my last call, Lexi, who doesn't understand why the guy she was like talking to for months hesitated and then kind of disappeared and she doesn't know what to do, I said distance. Because distance is the best way to measure the attachment of the person. So that's, your, like, that's like a tool in your, in, your, in your love box, in your relationship box. You use distance, use that tool to measure the attachment of the person, right? It's because there's no better way to know if somebody misses you. That is the best way. Don't run after them. Have them run after you and then have a talk. 
Now, in which situation should you use that? I mean, let me, let me be more specific so it's not misused also. Coming up next. So, in what situation should you use distance? Of course, romantically, um, instead of fighting, instead of being dramatic, instead of yelling, instead of acting out, step back in distance. So, anytime you have a, a feeling of unfairness or before you talk about it, distance. So the person can miss you. But it also applies to friendship. When a friend is not acting right, not being a good friend, distance. But it also can apply to a family member. If a brother or sister, a cousin, uh, messes with you, distance. I think distance is the best way to answer an aggression. Bye-bye. Hasta la vista. Au revoir. I'll talk to you when you're nice to me again. I've used that, it always works. Anyway, you call the next. Bonjour, Kira. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kira. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I seem to always be manifesting and attracting unrequited love. And it's, it's happening again, and I don't know how to stop it, and I really need your help and advice. I see. So basically, you meet a guy, and then what happens? And we really hit it off, and then we just end up being friends, and I, I end up getting hurt, or it's just the love that... that I, it's very hard, uh, rare that I am ever interested in someone, but when I am, they're not usually interested in me back. So I don't know how to attract a available partner. So let's be clear, Kira. So when you say you hit it off, you guys have ooh-la-la and everything? No. No, see, that's not happening. <laughs> so you don't hit it off when you say hit it off. So what does that mean? You just say hi, well, we hi, hit, and then what happens? We, we hit it off, I guess, uh, as very, like, intimate friends, like close friends. And I guess I just always get stuck in the friend zone. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... um there's something in you, subconsciously, that is attracted by rejection. Uh, and there's one way to fix this, is to go see a therapist and, uh, oh. and, and revisit maybe something in your childhood or something. I'm no shrink, so I don't know. But mm. I know that when there is a huge attraction for rejection or failure, we mm. have to dig in the past, to like clean the past, to be able to enjoy the future. And I think mm. it would be wise to not ignore it. It's like, a, okay, so you have a... Now, knowledge of something that is not making you happy, but you can do mm -hmm. something about it by going to see a shrink to kind of, uh, it's like a cavity, you know, emotionally. So until you see mm. the dentist, the cavity gets worse. Well, wow. emotionally, we need dentists called shrink, therapist, and then they'll take care of the cavity and you'll be good to go. Wow, that really resonates. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've so. never wanted to see a therapist, but after hearing it from you in that way, I will... I will, I will do it. I love, I Listen, love the cavity analogy. <laughs> that's that's how I feel with my shrink. I must tell you, that's why I, <laughs> I, I had a shrink for many years. Was when I don't feel good, I just I just call him and I do a session, and I really feel like after the dentist you feel better. Well, same thing. It's gonna take mm. out this cavity out of your emotion system, and then mm. you're back to good. Oh, thank you. Mm. Oh my. God. 
A lot of people you, have been telling me that you should get a therapist, and I haven't been mm -hmm. listening, so thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. Kira, thank you for calling. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you so much. Coming up, we're going to go to Victoria's Twitter DM because she has a true, important, romantic question about love, and she needs my advice. So her DM is next. So you know that you can tweet me a DM at Rave Radio 24-7. Victoria Ditch goes, bonjour, Simon. Do you think romantic love should be unconditional? And if not, what are your conditions for romantic love? I like the two questions. Should romantic love be unconditional? And if not, what are my conditions for romantic love? I'll tell you that next. So I got a question for you from Victoria. She goes, do you think romantic love should be unconditional? No, it shouldn't be. I don't believe in unconditional love. I believe in conditional love. I believe you earn love every day. That I don't believe I love you forever. It's just a promise without conditions. Conditions to be kind, to be caring, to have empathy, to be there in the rainy days, to be, to be supportive, rain or shine, to be bringing joie de vivre, to be a good partner. So I don't believe, number one, in unconditional love. I just don't. That's only between parents and kids, not among two adults. And what are my conditions for romantic love? To both love life the same way and not want to destroy each other or destroy life. That's my condition. You've got to love life if you want to be in love. If you don't love life, how can you be in love with somebody? You're going to destroy. That's my lesson from dating. Love and date somebody who loves life as much as you do. Then you can do great things. Uh, you call the next. A question for me? Call the rendezvous 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Celia. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? I hope you can help me. So listen, we've been in this lockdown, and I've been dating online using the app. And mm -hmm. there's this one particular guy who is really funny, and we've been talking a lot um, actually for two months, and we've done some video FaceTime chats. And we made plans to meet up um, in person twice, and both times, last minute, he canceled. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really disappointed, and I don't know if it's a complete red flag. There's always some excuse that sounds legitimate, but I don't know if I'm just playing, you know, convincing myself that he's a good person. Um, and we're supposedly going to go out this weekend, but I don't. Okay. I'm kind of ready already for him to cancel. Well, uh, in your intuition, which is the, uh, the, the, the secret weapon that uh, when it comes to truthing, in telling the truth, women have. Guys don't have it, I think. But women have a women intuition that is like a, a weapon of, of truth. You can't you know, escape it. So in your intuition, do you think this guy is a phony? I don't think he's a phony. I think he's insecure about something. That's what my gut is telling me. Ah, if, if your intuition is telling you that maybe you, you think he's older or shorter, what, do you, what, what, what would you say it is? I, I'm like, are you overweight? Like, I, you know, like, I don't even care if he's like a big guy, but I, I, I've got all these crazy thoughts in my head. Well, listen, uh, I think in baseball it's three strikes you out, right? Yes. <laughs> so not to compare baseball and dating, but a little bit. So I say this is the last chance and... Go to it with a sense of humor, and if he's insecure, be kind to him, and he might be a very nice guy. 
I don't think insecurity at the beginning is a bad sign. We all have insecurities. And I think insecurity is a sign of humanity, not a red flag. So give him, you know, one last chance and otherwise he's out, okay? Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. That makes me feel better. You got it. Have a good night, Celia. Good night, Simon. Thank you. Coming up next, uh, I'm going to go listen to Jessie's voicemail because she has a question about the guy she is seeing. That's next. If you have a question for me outside of show hours, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. We'll play it on air, just like for Jessie's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Um, this is Jessie, and so I started dating this guy, and he's going through this really intense custody battle with his ex. And I want to be supportive, uh, but I don't want to cross any boundaries or um, give say things like everything's going to be okay or like, you know, like fluffy kind of like responses to his pain. And I, I was wondering if there was more I could do for him to show that I'm there for him or things I could say that could be actually comforting to him instead of, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I just wanted to know what you thought about that and if you had any suggestions on how I can be there for him. Mm -hmm. Jesse, thank you so much for the voicemail. How should you show support if your partner is going through a custody battle? I'll tell you that next. So, um, Jesse left me a voicemail saying, you know, her guy is going through a custody battle. How do you show support in a custody battle? They're very, very, very taxing emotionally, financially. It just, it's just this, this, I don't wish that on anyone. Anyway, so if you are the partner of somebody's going through this, this is my advice. It's very French, but after all, I'm from France. La joie de vivre, love life, okay? So you make your partner a little pleasure. You bring some sense of humor. You don't interfere into his business unless they ask you to because uh, it's not really yours. So don't inflame a situation. Be a good listener, but don't give advice unless you know, they ask you for advice. But I go back to little pleasure, cooking, little cheese, little wine, little just make your partner feel the joie de vivre, to love life again. And, uh, you know, it's a romantic show, so there is all the ooh-la-la possibilities. They are endless, after all. And that definitely helps. <laughs> ah, la vie est belle, what can I say? You call the next. Davina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Davina. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand that your boyfriend did something really sweet that, that touched your heart and soul. What did he do? Yes. Well, um, when we were first dating, I, I told him that I didn't like my feet. I was a dancer growing up. I mm -hmm. don't love my feet. They're, they've, mm -hmm. they, they're working feet for dance. Mm -hmm. So one night we were, you know, getting intimate. And he just bent down and started kissing my feet. And it was just so romantic to me. And it really made me feel like loved and, and seen and heard. And yeah. Is that the first time a man does that for you? Yeah. Like just to like take note of that in his head and then like make every effort to like let me know that, you know, he loved every inch of me. And it was just like, yeah, really I romantic. I love that. Listen, this, this is a great story. It's actually the first time, and I've done this show for years, but it's the first time I hear such a story. So thank you for, for, for that. Thank you for sharing. 
And uh, best of luck to both of you. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. You are welcome, Davina. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Question, have you been tempted to reach out to an ex during the pandemic? Because right? I know, you know, I'm by myself for, what, 11 months, and you can think about it. Have you been tempted to reach out to an ex during the pandemic? We'll talk about that next. Have you been tempted to reach out to an ex during the pandemic, feeling lonely and goes, well, let's go back to my comfort zone, the ex or exes? Uh, I posted that question on, so on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 59% of you voted no, I have not. 41% said yes, I have. Um, and I, um, not really. No, I've been more, uh, I guess, uh, zoning, like in my own little world. Not thinking so much about exes, I must say. But I'm glad you do. If you need to, do it. It doesn't hurt. That's, that's my idea. Uh, thanks again for spending this late night with me. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.